Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this morning comes from Luke, the second chapter. Now every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I suppose uh, several people have stories about losing their children for a time, whether it be in a grocery store or shopping mall or uh, whatever the case may be. For us, uh, a couple summers ago, we were camping up at Swan Lake Campground. And if you've been there, the campground has generally two big loops um, that are, you, know, you have to drive between. And uh, our little Freya, we were playing in the field kind of across from where our campsite was. And she said she was going to go to the tent to get a toy or something. And uh, she didn't come back. <laughs> and uh, so soon the search was on, frantically. I ended up, we were running around all these, lo- the, the big loops, you know, just, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? Do you remember this, Freya? <laughs> yeah, you do? Um, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it turned out that she had eventually ended up in the other loop uh, that was, you know, a quarter mile from where our tent site was. And uh, we're chasing her down, and her parental hearts are freaking out and everything. The whole ordeal lasted maybe 20 minutes at the most. But it was enough to get my fatherly heart (laughs) skipping several beats, wasn't it, Freya? Do you remember? Well, maybe it's best that you forget. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, all that is to say that uh, I relate to Mary and Joseph as they freaked out for three whole days losing their son and wondering where he was. This, and remind, remember here, we're, uh, we're singing about Mary and the Magnificat, right? Uh, she had been visited by angels, had immaculate conception, right? At, like, she knew her child was divine. 
And she has to be the mother who loses him? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Quite the tall experience there. But we hear in uh, <clears throat> the story, then they eventually find Jesus at the temple. The young 12-year-old Jesus. With his smart aleck attitude. Where else would I be? Right? <laughs> um, and we hear different themes going on here. We hear the uh, uh, theme that absolutely, this is 100% where Jesus belongs. To be in the temple of God, his Father, right? That he wasn't just like any old child. He was something special. He was the Christ child. And he was not lost. For he was at home in his Father's house. We also hear uh, themes of <clears throat> age and wisdom, divine wisdom even. In uh, the ancient Judean world, they really privileged age quite a bit more than we do. Different societies, um, not, not to say that age and experience aren't valued in our country, but uh, there can be kind of cultural norms and times of your life that are really elevated. Uh, for us, I think many people and cultures uh, are, are renewed and find great hope in children. Um, like our little Hayes Harris, who was baptized today. Such a blessed experience to get to share with you all. And where it's not lost on us that we remember that uh, this is the Harris, the next generation of Harris's, as we said goodbye to Vi this year as well. We find renewal in children and new life. We find uh, the young to be renewing in many ways. But different societies and culture privilege age and youth and, in different ways. In the ancient Jewish culture, uh, they very much were, gave deference and uh, wisdom was thought to be considered absolutely amongst the older and not amongst the young. Uh, for instance, I um, forget how old I was when I was ordained. I think I was 29. But uh, in the Jewish tradition, you couldn't be ordained a rabbi until you were in your mid-30s, right? And life expectancy back then was only probably in their 50s at the most. Um, and so, uh, you know, age, uh, the older age was given a lot more uh, deferential. Whereas in our society, oftentimes we privilege youth and energy and, uh, you know, People in their 20s going off to college, even though we might think of them as making stupid mistakes all the time, right? Still, that there's, a, there's kind of an elevation of youth and live your, live your years while you got them. You, um, live it to the fullest while you have your youth and all that. So Jesus kind of butts up against all of this, right? He's, uh, you know, on the one hand, his earthly family is with Mary and Joseph, and he leaves them behind to stay in his Heavenly Father's house in the temple. And then also you have this little 12-year-old. Little 12-year-old experiencing, uh, showing forth wisdom of somebody who has decades on him. Decades on him in a culture that doesn't really know what to do with this, right? They don't know, they don't know how to expect 12-year-old you know, savants who can speak with the wisdom of the ages. So Jesus shows forth in his father's house that he is more than just a regular old boy. He is indeed the son of God who has come from on high, who is this gift that we celebrate at Christmas time. 
And this wisdom that was born in him from above was apparent from a very young age, in a time when they really didn't expect it and didn't teach their kids to you know, go off to Harvard. You know, they weren't, you know, Mary and Joseph could hardly have been expected to be, you know, the, those parents who micromanage their kids, you know, soccer moms, and <laughs> my kids got to be the best and all that. The wisdom that was in Jesus was indeed from on high. And that wisdom showed forth from a very young age when it was unexpected. And that shows us that uh, from the get-go, Jesus didn't grow up to somehow become God later on. But Jesus was God from before he was even born. And that divine wisdom, that divine knowledge of the universe, the cosmos, of all creation, of all the mysteries of the world, he knew how to think through that and navigate that from the beginning. Many of us are not so fortunate. Many of us have to work a lot harder <laughs> uh, to understand the things and the ways of God. And we pray that is true for Hayes as he grows, that he will grow into that wisdom that Christ had from the beginning. But we are reassured as well that because Christ came with all that wisdom and because Christ was God for us, we really do not need to be gods in our own right. We do not need to despise, uh, aspire to that wisdom for ourselves, but can trust that God blesses us with all those divine uh, wisdom and goodness of God's own accord and that God grants that all freely to us in love, whether we ever understand it or not. The mysteries of our God are revealed to us in Jesus Christ in truly whole and perfect ways that we can only hope to aspire to in our own lives. We give, you, we give thanks to God that Christ became God's wisdom on earth for us and that uh, that wisdom is shared uh, with all of us, from the oldest of us to the youngest. And may the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. <laughs>